Hey everybody, welcome back to CKGFMYFT2YFTHYS696.5 FM. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. We just had a great, great live performance from uh, a local rock brand called The Dead Rocks. Uh, you know, not the best name in the world, but it's something that's going to do. But hey, we got a special segment for you tuning in here. It is a psychic who said he has predicted 9-11, Benghazi, as well as the Trump election. Uh, welcome here. Uh, it's a... Kham? Kham? Is that right? Uh, yes, it's a K-H-A-M. Kham? Uh, right, you, right. That is right. I, I am, I am that guy who I am that psychic who predicted all that stuff. Um, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And where do you, where do you find you get your predictions from? K H A M. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Where, where do I get my inspiration from? I I I I feel the power of the world. I feel it. Yeah, all right. I feel it. Breathing. Yeah, that's great. Do you do you have any predictions coming up for us? Maybe uh, what's going to happen for the rest of the year with all this this nonsense going on on a daily basis? Oh, this this will never stop. Um, however, I do have to say, in, in celebrity deaths. Now Ooh. this is gonna be. What do you got for us? I, I don't want to dive. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much, but uh, let's just say the the cast of Ocean's Thirteen may look more like the cast of Ocean's Four. All right, for all you movie reference guys, uh, that could mean a, a lot, but to me that means nothing. So we're gonna cut this segment short. Coming up next, a man who says as monkey is his fiance. Stay tuned. They said I can't marry my monkey. I want to marry my monkey. <laughs> All right. We're going to cancel that one short, too. Next up, we have a... Uh, uh, uh <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Tim. Hey, he got to start bringing me a better guest. Uh, yeah, coming up next, uh, a new song by R. Kelly. And then hit it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. Uh-uh. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh-uh. But I did it. And you know I did it. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh-uh. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in
the heads of the network, of course, yeah. the two season of pod network and podcast and radio show delayed on demand. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Osborne, and I'm sitting across the way here in the two season of pod studios um, with uh, my friend Camel Claire. Uh, it's, it's pronounced cum. Yeah, I, weird. I I've never I've never had somebody not be able to pronounce their own name or something. But uh, that that was weird. That was a weird one. We got a we'll we'll figure out what those morning guys doing. Weird. They have that psychics on their show playing new R Kelly. I didn't know R Kelly was making music still. Is he in jail? I I feel like he's not. I feel like he's not. But he, he definitely should be. But you know, you know how it goes. With those celeb types, yeah, they seem to weasel away out of a just lot of things. Yeah? Right under the, right, uh, you know, they weave in and out. Matthew Is Broderick, Bill, Bill Cosby's in jail though, right? That's a hundred percent. He, but it's it's probably one of those like not. It's not like a you're getting you're It's not like a drop the soap jail. I think it's like a he's he like he's fucking like ninety and he's just old and isolated. You know, like that kind of thing. I got like a like a pepped up jail. What do you mean a pepped up jail? You know, like it's it's not like it's not like Bill Cosby isn't in a prison bar cell with the right. like the shitty stainless steel o- open toilet so everyone can watch you dump a uh, little single cot bed. Like he's not in what well, like jail prison or like sorry movie prison. <laughs> he's uh probably in you know he sleeps on a decent sized bed. You know, of course he doesn't have any visitors or he's still locked up or you know he can't leave the facility. You don't think he has visitors? Or, or you know yeah you can be allowed a visitor. I don't know who's vi- I mean I'm sure he's got kids who probably visit him. But uh yeah you know it's not like he's still locked away in a jail. It's just like a nice jail. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, these are all private facilities up in the uh, or down in the states. So exactly. You pay a little bit of money, you know. Next thing, cash. Exactly, because Bill Cosby would not survive in a Shawshank style um, prison. That just couldn't happen. Still got to watch that one. Heard good things. Heard heard good things, Cam. About Shawshank Redemption. Of course. Going to put that one on the list. Might uh, might take a bath right after this podcast and. Uh, just watch Shawshank. Yeah, production. this is and this is old. This is old. Oh, the old slobs know that Cam, you do really enjoy bathing, like taking a bath while watching a movie. Yeah, this it's the is best. this is uh, we've we've definitely I I forgot this this juicy nugget of information. Uh, are you still doing it? Are you? What was the last movie you watched? I've uh, been uh, well uh, again. Movies aren't my strong suit because the. Time that it takes to watch them. I'll typically watch an episode of television or something in the bath, also because it gets too cold in the bath. Yeah, my next question would be if you're watching a two and a half hour long movie, you're going to have to drain the tub and refill. You're going to be fairly waterlogged at the end of this, uh, at the end of the journey. Yeah, so you, don't, you can't really do it. You can do 40% of the movie before you have to make an executive decision. And that's still, that would still be well over an hour. Uh,. Depends on the movie. Like, yeah, I've tried to watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice or three times now, and all, haven't gotten very far. All three times in the bathtub? No, oh. I think most of the time it's like. <laughs> so you think you nine, could, you think you it's could, just nine o'clock at night normally, and that's just pushing it. I a, know it's a recipe for disaster. That's a bad time to start. A, that's a bad time to start a movie. That's uh, that one's on you. I gotta say. 
Yeah, I just fill up my day too much, mm-hmm. and then by that time, that's why. What if yeah, What if you then, watch it in chunks? I've thought about that. I don't. But you, uh, you've recommended against that. Uh, I'm sure I have, but um, you know what? That's. <laughs> it sounds like we're not getting any other way. It sounds like through. it sounds like we're not. It sounds like you're not going to make it through Once Upon a Time in Hollywood without cutting it off into chunks, because you're. Yeah, maybe, are I'll you, start, maybe I'll. Are you starting at the same point? Like you're starting at the beginning every single time. Twice, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> See, so I feel like you've watched enough of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that would have been the entire length of the film. But because you yeah, watch like the possibly. first part, and then you watch the second part, or whatever it is, there is a website that exists that I have no idea what it's called. But it's like user generated information about when the best time to take like a washroom break at the movie theater would be if you're watching a movie. Uh, so it would say. So you do know, you have to keep like a timer on you then? Um, the, the, the way the, I, the way the website describes it, it would like describe a scene in the movie and it'd be like, after some, this person says this line or after this event takes place, there is like a minute and a half of just, you're traveling through Fluff. the country or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Something that yeah. you, you'll miss or you'll miss this, but then they'll, they'll, you'll figure it out by the time you get back. Yeah. It's like, it's always like that 90, 90 minute mark in a movie you are like. Let's take a step back here. You're telling me the president of Uganda called the president of our local Catholic group, and now we have to travel to Venezuela to capture this diamond? What's going on here? Wow. And it just summarizes the whole plot. Like, what, what, a, like, what a plot that would be. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was this an A-team movie? Jesus Christ. Yeah, but they you can watch for that in movies, and it will happen, where it's just that, that point where it's like, Okay, settle down here, everybody. It's like the person, it's like, you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but here's what we've been through for the last X amount of time in the movie. Right, okay, so you're saying surmising the information (sighs) just before they uh, give it to you at the end. Anyways, in other news, Doug Ford came to my office yesterday, or on Friday. Oh, that's fun. Uh, tell, Tell us about it. Uh, so, oh, gross. Jesus. I've had a few beers today. Jesus Christ. Listeners, ap- apologize. Apologize for, uh, that sort of behavior. You don't see listeners. Kim Mitchell, you don't see Kim Mitchell, uh, you know, belching on the air. Say what you will about those morning guys. They're dumb. But <laughs> They're they would never, uh, they would never make little noises on the microphone. No, they wouldn't. So I apologize to all the listeners and all the anti-belchers out there. And anti-belchers. Um, Cover it up. Covered up. I'm an anti-belcher. Um, yeah, I said it. There, I said it. I said it. You, Can we go back to the time that we were at a beach and then Cam yelled out very loudly, fuck Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I said it. Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. While children were walking by and their parents looked at us and then turned around and left the beach. Okay, first of all, first of all, in my defense, I didn't see the children arriving. Um... I, I think the quote was I think the I think I said I think the exact quote was like I I forget forget what it was I forget what it said it wasn't quite what you said but that was to the effect of it um I don't mind I don't mind saying that I don't mind saying uh, I think around kids no no not around kids I felt rude about that because uh, yeah certainly like you don't want you don't want to swear around youngsters I think I had to uh, 
Um, I think I had to tame the mouths of a few of our employees over our corporate retreat because sometimes you're in public and it's just like, just don't yeah. swear. Just don't swear. Some people did get back to me and said there was too much yelling on the corporate retreat podcast. Mm. A lot of, which, well, there was, uh, there was multiple, uh, multiple instances where they wanted to unionize um yeah. of course those those had to be silenced uh i think the quote was i don't want to be the one to say this or i'm just gonna say it <laughs> fuck i'm ben. just gonna say yeah, it i'm just that's gonna right. say it fuck ben, fuck ben roethlisberger, fuck ben roethlisberger. Uh, i don't that's know right. i said it fuck ben roethlisberger yeah i think there was a little bit of a warm-up to it but i like to think that uh, uh a concerned parent who if you heard uh, you know, a man in his mid to late twenties, uh, scream that from the water. I would think that the father, you know, you should agree. Like that's a, that's something you got to agree with, right? I think maybe they should double down and be like, I think we should stay at this beach. Like this These is a teaching moment. Like, behind. I, exactly. These are clearly good people because these are our kind of people. Exactly. These. I feel the same way. It's a big. It's a big uh, New York Giants fan or something like that. There, there could know? it could be that right, or even just. Um, it it could be as it could be as simple as the child asking like, yeah. "Daddy, Daddy, who's Ben so, Roethlisberger?" And there's anyway, the teaching moment. I diverge. Um, Doug Ford. Mm-hmm. Tell me about him. Yeah, and I think there's a yeah, there's a, there's a teaching moment there. Back to Douglas Ford. Um, so he came by the office. Um. Uh, everyone that I told to ask me to like ask him this, ask him that. They're all like, you know, tell them to investigate 411. I'm like, I'm probably not going to get the chance to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's not going to be the top of a, a, a provincial premier's list. If I did. Here's my <laughs> How, here's how my many towers topic. fell on 9-11, Mr. Ford? Because yeah. <laughs> most people think it's two. <laughs> because I heard that it's not two. <laughs> I heard it was another number. <laughs> So my real question to him is what I would like to ask. I never got the chance to. I should have asked it because I did. I did get one brief moment with him. He passed by. He said, "How you doing?" And I said, "Doing well." And that was our. That was the extent of our interaction. I like so that. he'll remember me. <laughs> um, and so he. What I should have asked him is I said, Mr. Ford, Mr. Ford, last week you made it Provincial Fishing Week where all fees were uh, loosened and you were allowed to fish for free in Ontario. During that week, I went to three separate links in Algonquin Park and wasn't able to catch one fish. Where are the fish is what I should have asked him. Mm, yes, where are the fish? Where are the fish? What, where are the fish? What, did we, what happened where to the fish? Where are the fish? Where's the cover-up? Who's hiding the fish? Um, I didn't know that this went so far. Went so high up. This went. This one's high up. It, yeah. So, so you, someone's hiding fish. So you think the fish have been removed because they, uh, they do I, saw do I something? Think? Do I uh, think? Um, I think there's evidence. I think there's evidence supporting that. Mm -hmm. Now, do we think there's anything between this and the uh, the fish being missing and the buck a beer? Like that compliments brand buck a beer that uh, nobody was going to buy. Nobody week. was going to buy in the first place. Uh, I see. Do I, do I th yeah, I, 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 I could say there's definitely uh, coagulation between those two things. Interesting. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think, I think that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too sure. Um, and that, 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 that's interesting because I, uh, I also heard a report that, um, on, of course, on 9-11, uh, there was a third tower, uh, did you, know, you hear about this? Did you know this? And, and when they, when they uncovered the remains, the entire basement level of the floor, like the foundation was all fish. It was all fish. 
I heard that too. And that was, and and that I was, heard they were unlabeled. Too. That was 19 years ago. Where are the fish, Mr. Ford? Where, um, where are the fish? I don't know. So he was at, when he was at my office, uh, he was doing his local briefing, like daily briefing, as you see on the news every day. From my office, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Wait, you went. You're you're going. You're back in the office these days. I went back for last Friday because they said like we want. I get it. They were like, we want some top performers of the company to show up. We want the best and the brightest. We can't have everybody, but and you told and you probably the best looking ones. And I'm like, I'll take it. So yeah, they invited me in. Um, It was probably like twelve of us, and uh, yeah, we got there. He showed up around 12.30, walked around. He got eight minutes of time with my CEO. I uh, don't know if that's confidential, but I don't think our listener range is that crazy. Um, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of tags. If you're listening to this um, around your your Alexa or Siri or well, around one of those devices, uh, there could be some targeted ads coming your way. Targeted. Yeah, so... Uh, articles about theories, fish, Tower Seven, you know, all these sorts. Tower of Seven, how investigate? I don't. I don't um, know. And uh, he was pretty fired up. He seemed like a pretty uh, genuine guy. It looked. It was pretty fun. I don't know. It's kind of cool being. It's cool. It's cool being around someone important and seeing like all the security detail and then being in the office. Be like, I'm going to check the west, the west door for. Uh, for the for the baddies, yeah, they're looking and for uh, pyres. That's yeah. the, of course, the politician's worst nightmare is during a, a public a appearance, somebody throwing a pie in their face or a shoe or a shoe. Uh, of course, that's part of the training. I'm sure, as the you're being a bodyguard to a politician, your training is just blocking off shoes and pies. <laughs> And that's it. That's all it's it not is. That's shooting all it down is. the range. No, 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 no. You, there's no gunplay involved. Uh, it's pretty much. It's ninety percent of the time you're following a guy who is just talking, and then you know, over a th- a three month span, which is your training, four times someone tries to throw a pie, and you better get your body you in front. Better of Better get ready for it because you. Yeah. No, you better always be ready for yes. it. It's not better be ready. It's always be ready for it. Always be ready. That's the uh, the the bo- the politician bodyguard um, mantra. Be ready for the pie in the face or shoe. <laughs> we got a cherry on the west wing. We got a cherry on the west wing. All units respond. <laughs> They're talking into their sleeves. Uh, I've never seen that technology, but I I get it. It just seems odd. I don't think they were armed though. That's the only thing because they like everyone asked me like they're probably hiding guns. I'm like they're wearing just dress shirts tucked into their pants with a blazer. Like unless they have it at their foot, like you know. Oh yeah, like, a little a little uh, a little sock gun. You know, like one of those like, yeah. mini one. <laughs> Just one shot. Exactly. Or they all have, yeah, they all have their hunting knives, like, like, strapped to their calf. I think one of them on their back, though, I can't tell if it was Kevlar or a cutting board to possibly deflect pies. Uh, One of the two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of people think that uh, politicians and bodyguards are wearing bulletproof vests. No, it's actually just a chopping chopping block. Just for those special occasions. Exactly. So if a pie does hit it, of course, we all know cutting boards. That's where you're cutting pies. Uh, so that's where you would want the pie to land. Yeah. So overall, pretty cool experience. Security detail. There's also two undercover OPP officers outside constantly waiting in a 
indiscreet car. It's like, oh, I wonder who those two people sitting in and just with a car running. It's all black SUV. Like, come, come on, guys. <laughs> that all black yeah. SUV. Could That's that weird. Be? That's crazy. Like, I've never seen that. Um, pretty cool, though. And then he went to Waterloo Brewing after that and just fucking got pissed drunk. Yeah, no, he had one. You beer know this. Over there. You know this for a fact, or right? Or you? Fe- yeah, it's you in the followed, news. You, you were went, following the Ford uh, motorcade. Well, um, our associate, uh, I can't remember his uh, number. He 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 called me afterward and said that he was picking up beer from the brewery and that his car was leaving. But it was also in the local news that he was showing up to Waterloo Brewery. Oh, that's probably funny. not to get pissed drunk, but more likely to, uh, more likely to just, you know, have one beer to celebrate phase three indoors. There you go. I was thinking about this because we're in phase three now, and uh, I had a friend up this weekend, uh, actually a, a investor of ours who was hoping to book uh, an, a meeting with us on the golf course, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Alex Park. Hmm. Uh, he's hoping all three of us could get on the course, so I will discuss that offline with you. Maybe even maybe um, even the fourth. Maybe this could be the first like two season a pod. Uh, like sweepstakes, you know, like you call in, you email in to be the foursome Ooh. in the uh, oh, in the upper stakes. I think this could be, I think this could be fun. That reminds me, I have a free on that I was gonna post. Uh, I have something for free, but I'm, we might wait till next episode because it's like, now what? You know, we're already 23 minutes in. Well, what do you think? Cam, that's a great, but, I think that's what you call uh, a preview. You just previewed something, kind of, uh, but, okay, it, but we'll it's like in it a next. weird time. It's like, it'd be, It would yeah. be like you're watching an episode of Lost, and then during a commercial break, they, they're previewing next week's episode of Lost, but you haven't ah. even finished this week's episode of Lost. Uh, or 24, or House, just, you know, any of those shows hey, that you watch. can't think inside the box when you're inside the box, you know? Did did did, uh, did John Locke say that? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know who that is. Lost. Um, oh I didn't watch it. Again, just more of a sports guy. <laughs> Speaking of sports, back to baseball on Thursday. Uh, I'm in a league. Wow, Cam, you're playing sports. Your train of thought is all over the place. I'm just uh, yeah, wrang- I'm everywhere. wrangling you in like a like a you dog. Gotta, with you a, gotta pull like me a in. dog with some cattle. Uh, but yeah, uh, but you're back playing baseball, which is great. Are you playing uh, hardball, fastball, uh, the one where you windmill underarm pitch? It, which one's it's, that? It's the it's the it's the it's the one where you underhand it and you try and lob it up and then it hits that back plate. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool yeah. one. And then I'm just gonna hip dingers. I uh, just chew so much tobacco, and then um, you know just yell slurs while I'm on the uh, the bench, which will be socially distanced, I imagine. Interesting. Be like I right, throw a cutter on that one, eh, boys. Like guy, you got hands like a fish out there, left-hander, left fielder. I All guess that's technically a slur. I don't know. When you said it, I thought you were. You thought I, I was thought saying you were gonna bad words, like like actually bad things, not just kind of nope, like, hey, not. we want a picture, not a belly. Yeah, picture. not a belly picture. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely do one of those. One of those um, classics. Um, that sounds great, Cam. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be nice to have a. It's gonna be nice to have a lip of skull again. I think that's something oh, that's uh, maybe some grizzly. Oh, some grizzly. Shout out to grizzly. Uh, Big shouts out to grizzly. Shout out to grizzly chewing tobacco. When you want tobacco in your mouth, you sh- grab the grizzly. Grab the grizzly. Grab the grizzly. Grab, grab the grab the bear by the the ears. Grab the bear by the fur. And pet the bear by the fur. They like that. <laughs> they like that. I've been told. Yeah, go ahead and try it. I've been it. told they like that. Um, well, 
plow, plowing ahead here. I got a little game for you, Cam. Uh, that's going based off of last week's game that we played, which was the, uh, if listeners didn't tune in, it was the March Madness edition of Jer- Ron Jeremy Films, which I learned later on that he was canceled, but uh, for the purpose of the show, he was not. Oh, no. I didn't know he was canceled. I mean, I, I've never seen any of his we work. We didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know. know. We didn't know. So it was okay. We didn't know. Just like the Kevin Spacey, he just became president and me watching House of Cards. Oh, congratulations, um, Kevin Spacey. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, to, oh, to him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I thought you were saying you've done quite a bit of work watching the television show. President Underwood, um, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So, to do on that, I picked the, uh, we're doing a little March of Madness bracket Cam, for you, 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 the, <laughs> what? No, keep going. Keep going. The sauciest names for businesses. So these are real businesses in different places uh, that each have a little bit of a saucy name, as you'll see to them, just like Ron Jeremy films. So, are shout you out, ready, Shout Cam? out to Anal Attraction, of course. Shout uh, out to Anal Attraction. Anal Attraction, the cover of Fatal Attraction, the Glenn Close, Michael Douglas movie, uh, we, Michael can, Douglas. we can presume. Michael Scott. Um First on the bats is we have up to bat budget burials, cheaper and deeper, a, a burial service from Nebraska versus Egg Slut, a restaurant in Las Vegas and uh, Nevada. Or sorry, Las Vegas and Los Angeles and possibly coming to Toronto. Ooh, wow. An Egg Slut. Egg Slut. What was the first one again? Budget burials, we do it cheaper and deeper. But it's called budget burials? Yeah. But the slogan's what brings it all together. Okay, okay. I mean, that was the only one with the slogan, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Um. But I just love that one. See, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, these are both great names, both pretty saucy, too. You know, cheaper and deeper. Um would be a nice would would i feel like would also work for uh, be a good tagline for egg slut i feel like they would both kind of work egg slut uh, <laughs> egg slut um egg i'm going to have to go with egg slut on this one cuz they know what they are and Just a couple, couple of egg sluts and uh you got you got to respect uh, a company that knows what they're doing just gre- so, i bet it's greasy breakfast too it's some greasy shit Oh, you know it. So yeah. apparently, it's uh, an established diner that uh, the guy uses eggs in uh, many, many recipes, which don't conventionally ask for eggs. Oh, that's and funny. that's why he got the famous name. He himself is the egg slut. Oh, he's the egg slut. He's oh, the there's egg an slut. actual egg slut. I was wondering if like it was, um, because what I think like end in nor in Finnish is slut like it's spelled s-l-u-t uh oh maybe, so i was trying to think yeah, I, was, I was trying to think if it was a thing like is it from another language and then there's like it's like a play on i don't know but egg slut i think you can uh walk ahead uh through the second round second round coming up uh first of all coming in from the region of penang malaysia the golden shower restaurant a fine dining establishment versus coming from Dimchurch, England, an AC service company called Stiff Nipples Air Conditioning Service. <laughs> oh my god, the Golden Shower. The Golden Shower seems like one of those uh I get Things what you're, you're into? I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get that it's like the Golden Sun. I get that's what we're doing. 
and then somebody I, I i like to think too that maybe somebody like put up the sign and then realized it a little bit yeah, a little bit lost and in like, translation. We already we already we already spent the money on the we fucking spent, we, we spent the, the money on the out. fucking sign. Oh yeah. my god, we made the t-shirts. We have the napkins. They all say golden shower. But um, what was the other one? Stiff nipples. Stiff nipples AC repair. Stiff nipples air air conditioning service. Stiff nipples. <laughs> stiff nipples air conditioning services. I mean, what? Yeah, that one just makes the most sense. Another again, you know, just like the egg slut. The egg slut knows who he is. He's he's banging he's put banging all these eggs into all these different recipes. And stiff nipples is uh is no different. Like if you want your air conditioner to be so cold that yeah, your you nipples are constantly yeah, erect. Diamond cutters, that's what we used to call them. Uh stiff nipples, you're going you're going on through. All right, stiff nipples moving ahead in the in the bracket here. Next up, uh, from your Toronto, from your <laughs> Toronto area, Aurora, Canada, Mammoth Erection, a construction company, <laughs> versus from <laughs> Riviera, California, another construction company. Your team. Manhole adjusting. Man. <laughs> uh, I like that. Ma- I like that manhole adjusting. It's like that's what their job was. They're like, oh, we deal with manholes. And it's like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> just like a bunch, just like a bunch of guys who started this company. They're like, <laughs> manhole. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, you go in and out of manholes all day. Love it. You just look. doing some adjustments on some manholes. Exactly. Open it up. Smells oh, bad. It, it writes itself. But then again, a mammoth erection. Then again, Fuck. mammoth erection. Like if you want a large build, it if you want something built large and built well and strong and sturdy, there's no other larger mammal than a mammoth that you would think of. You know, it's it's large, burly. It has its tusks. It's like an elephant on steroids. And um, there's no problem with the the word erection. <laughs> erection. It's perfect in this case. Mammoth erection. They're taking it. So mammoth erection is getting the win. They're getting the win. Yeah. Erection. All right. So our last matchup here. Uh, this one is a crane rent- rental agency from Hazelwood, Missouri. Introducing <laughs> Big Boys Steel Erection. <laughs> okay, another erection. Versus the underdog contracting group out of Pontiac, Michigan, the STD Contractors. <laughs> I bet uh I bet the people of STD Contractors were they they must have crept in there right after we started calling them STIs, right? They're not diseases. Yeah, they're they infections. It encompasses the a little bit more, maybe. I like to think, too, that this is like uh, that STD uh, was like just contractors. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> contra- is that what it's called? What's it called? 
Uh, STD contractors. Yeah, yeah STD contractors. Big boy steel erection. Co- your big co- boy steel erection. Exactly. You're contracting STDs. Uh, I like to think that it's like a mom and pop business. That that's like their names. It's Stephen, Timothy, and Dalton, and they want to do their parents proud. And DTS also sounded yeah, Sterling, weird. Sterling, Sterling, Thomas, David. Yeah. Or whatever I said, Stephen. <laughs> Tim Dalton, whatever I said. Yeah. Uh, STD contractors. Sound like, rest- sound like a wrestling move. What? An <laughs> STD? Taking it. Okay. You're taking the STDs. Yeah. No STIs in this business, only STDs. Mm-hmm. Um, moving ahead, we're going to the second round where we have the, the dirtiest thing in your fridge. Egg slut versus... Stiff nipples, air conditioning. Egg slot and stiff nipples. Two people who know who they are, what they do, and uh, the service they can provide for people. Like, do you want eggs just running around town? Or uh, do you want nipples so hard that, or like an air conditioner so good that your uh, your nipples are always hard? And you know what? I think because of the summertime, I'm going to have to go with stiff nipples, air conditioning. Stiffy gets the win. Okay, and looking to our se- our other semifinal, we have Mammoth Erections versus STD Contractors. Damn, damn, Mammoth Erections, Mammoth Erections from from a ho- your hometown as well though. Don't forget that from Newmarket, uh, Aurora. <laughs> Not really. Fucking very. Do you tell people you're from Orangeville? I was saying from Ontario. Oh, okay. The other one okay. Is from, I'm just I'm just saying them fight. The other one's from Michigan. I'm just saying them fighting words. Them fighting words. If you're like Aurora Newmarket, that's the yeah. same show. Oh, that's man. like. It's like if someone asked me like, "What do you guys think of people from Fergus?" I'm like, "I think they're a shit hockey team." That's it. Exactly. Like, what about the town? I'm like, who gives a fuck? Or they're like, or they say, "Cam, aren't you? Weren't you born and raised in Mono?" Hell no, I was not born and raised in... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, can you spit on the floor? Wow, Jesus. Okay, um... (laughs) Mammoth Erection, maybe that's what's going to hold them back, because honestly, fuck people from Aurora. There, I said it. STD contractors, you're getting the squeaky win because the the commissioner likes you. Or the commissioner hates the other guys. Wow, powerful. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to our finale, people. If you guys have been following, we have from, you heard it right here, from Dimchurch, England, the people who are keeping your ACs cold enough to cut diamonds in the summertime. We got stiff nipples air conditioning who are coming in hot, coming in hot <laughs> versus the mans who fix everything except for an STI, it's the STD contractors coming hot out of Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, uh, Pontiac, Michigan. I like that. You know what? So what's what? Where? Where? What? Are, what were eyes but not D's before? Like, what did we add to the list of sexually think, transmitted things? I think, I think it was just because people didn't want to like associate with a disease because mm. they're like diseases are bad. It's just an infection that goes away. You're like, I, oh, come on, like I, I take four STD of these just and rolls then they off go the away. tongue. STDs does roll off the tongue yeah. pretty well. STIs, yeah. it feels a little STIs. wordy. 
Again, like the words. It sounds like a type of car. Yeah, the Pontiac. I got the Subaru STI. You know, the Pontiac STI. I. <laughs> God yeah. damn it! Then they've ruined two uh, acronyms. acronyms. Fuck those. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. Fuck. We're not. Fuck. We're, we're getting a little too personal. I'm. I'm only got against the STD people. <laughs> not against the. Not against the STD contractors who have. Uh, this little mom and pop shop operation has fought a heavy battle. You know, and they're on opposite opposite sides of the planet, on the other side of the uh, opposite sides of the ocean. Stiff nipples, air conditioning, and the STD contractors. Uh, you know what? They won my heart. They won my heart as soon as I heard their name, and I, f- I think they ha- they have the most backstory. Um, if this was a final, they would have had the most time and most slow mo edits leading up to this final matchup. Uh, the STD contractors. Uh, wow. Y- you win. Damn. Yeah. I w- I didn't see that coming. That was a uh, unexpected turn. The STD contract was the big win. Um, you know, they got the clap. They got gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. They got the herps. They got everything that's under the... Uh, hepatitis under B? The hepatitis. Uh, I don't know if that's a STD or STI, though. Oh, you think that's like something bigger? That one, I think maybe the STDs are like... like It's kind of like the farm league for an STI. Hmm, maybe. Yeah, because you think you think the other the big ones have their own categories. Like HIV, they're in yeah. their own league. That's HIV, what I mean. HIV like, is that an STI or is that an STD? It, it, although it was something that could have been contracted sexually through sexual transmission, right. it's yeah. You're right. That's the NFL. Uh, you know, that's the MLB. STDs are like you know AAA ball, maybe. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're the Lansing lug nuts. The Lansing lug nuts. Uh, or or another name of another place of the, another team. The Las Vegas Las Vegas uh, Area Fifty Ones. Yes, the New Mexico. <laughs> you know where you know where Area Fifty One happened, right? Or is it? Yeah, but that's the name. That's the name of the team. Really? That's the affiliate of the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Las Vegas Area Fifty Ones. And I, I believe so. Now, don't quote me on this, but like Roswell, New Mexico, and Las Vegas, Nevada, are probably pretty like they're probably far enough away that you could have come up with a different name. Right. Apparently, they've changed their name recently. Uh, they used to be the Fifty Ones and the Las Vegas Stars before that, but now they're the Las Vegas A- Aviators. Boo! <laughs> that sucks. The Aviators. Yeah, just stick with the Fifty Ones. Like fuck, man. God, that's the best name ever. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe not, but it's pretty good. There's only a few number teams. You know, you got the Forty Niners. The 76ers. Yeah, but the Area 51s. The 51s. You know what I mean? No, Area 50. That, that's no, too wordy. No, it's not wordy. the 51s. It's the Area 51s. That's too wordy. What? That's too wordy. The Las Vegas that's Area fun, 51s. Though. Too much. What am I? Yeah, I am I, what, what am I? How do you How do you cheer it? Oh, I'm an aviator. Look at me. I fly in the sky. I'm so interesting. You're boring. Yeah, I knew a pilot, and he wasn't an, an exciting man. But that being said, he he spends his life at thirty thousand feet or whatever. Ooh, that sounds. Like- to the zone. Just like Kenny Loggins. Yeah, which uh, had a big comeback at the Manitoulin Island uh, corporate retreat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, played for the boys specifically. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a great uh, But we never played volleyball. We did some wrestling moves, but we never played volleyball. Never played volleyball. Yeah. I think uh, if we want to plan out a shot-for-shot uh, shot remake of the volleyball scene from Top Gun, I think we would we would need a lot of uh, athletic training. It would require training. me first to watch it. Yeah, there'd be a lot of... Because they're jumping... They're jumping pretty high to spike that ball, but not only are they spike jumping high, they're doing it in jeans. So I think you know, oh, really? we, and we're, they're tight like '80s jeans too. This wasn't uh, like this is this must have been pretty difficult for these performers. I'm sure the net was a little bit lower. Were they boot cut? Uh, yeah, they would have been that you know uh, that very light blue denim uh, kind of look. Yeah, but you know their chest is just popping. High wa- high waist. Yeah, in 80s waist, you know, that was like half an inch below your belly button, that kind of waist. Yeah. You know. Belt or no belt? I I can't I can't I feel like they're no belt I can't specifically guys. remember uh all the, all the specific details, but yeah, I'm sure we'll have to lower the net a little bit so some of our jumps will and then kind of film it from an angle. Well, they really pop on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Yeah, we, so if we just put the camera at the lower uh, we have to follow it step by step how they did it, mm-hmm. but we can make it happen. It's, I don't see I don't see anything holding us back from making uh, millions of dollars remaking this scene. I don't think that could happen, but all you need is a beach, a volleyball net, a volleyball, <laughs> and four people to, to film, you know, or unless we could play both parts, maybe, you know, we're like, but we're both teams. I think we could. Yeah, you and I are both teams. Uh, I'm sure there was also like a Vaseline budget that will need to be taken into account because there's a lot of, they're, they're sweating, yeah. they're sweating out there, you know, they're looking glossy. We should probably get a, we should probably get a dumbbell budget too, just so we can like get a pump on beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to. Uh, everybody's just working out immediately off camera, just yeah. ready to go, just ready to go in. And don't even don't even do a goddamn squat to save your life because it's all upper body work. It's all upper day. body. That's what we're Vin, getting. That's what yeah. that's what Vin Diesel does. Keeps a couple keeps a couple uh, dumbbells beside the camera, and he just he's just pumping when they're like setting up some lights. Or they're like, okay, That's Vin, can, can we get that? Can we get that again? He's like, okay, drops him back down, and then he's like, oh, what about a If you watch, like, if cut. you watch him on screen, his arms are consistently lifting up because they're used to having dumbbells in it. Yeah, it. <laughs> his elbow, it it oddly hinges in this way, where it's like muscle yeah. memory. His his arms ghost lift. Which is what it is, you know where yeah. they, you know where they say like if you uh you know, or you know when you're if you're on a press boat, your hands against a wall. I was gonna say you you you're you're on a boat for a long period or you haven't been for a long period of time and then you're on one and you when you're off the boat you can feel the waves crashing against you or when you're at the beach or something yeah. like that. It's kind of like that, but with uh, dumbbells for him. So he's constantly feeling just getting a getting pump. a pump even though even though he's not. That's a sick life. I wish I had that life. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be fun? Hey. I'm Vin Diesel. I don't fight with the rock in my contract. I don't I don't lose any fights. I'll tell you that much. No, don't, don't lose ask me don't, twice. don't lose any fights. Uh I I would love to be up at a point you know, of of fame where you could request that. <laughs> where you don't lose any fights? Yeah. I'd be love to be the point where I could request it and it would get approved because I always request it in my work contracts and it never gets approved. It never gets approved. You're always losing in your yeah. fights. Well, it's just that they say we don't want to have any fights here. I go, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that I want a stipulation <laughs> that if we get in a fight, I win. Just like if if a fight is going to happen, if a fight breaks out in the office, everyone should know who takes a knee. 
you know? The only time the only Not time that they break their no like getting beat rule is if it's somebody that has some kind like if they're fighting somebody who has a like in in the Hobbs and Shaw movie, like Idris Elba is like a bionic man, you know, he has enhanced muscles and steel bones and all that kind of shit. So he punches the rock one time and the rock falls over. But it's like it's okay because yeah. he's technically not human. The Rock is still allowed to be human, but so he, it's okay if he gets punched down by a non-human. Does that make sense? He's still he. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So he can't lose a fight to a human. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No. Right. Okay. Got it. You can have All a right, fight. Yeah, you can have a fight that goes on for a long time. And no one wins or loses. And nobody wins or loses. That's also fine. Yeah. But just like Vin Diesel, you'll never see Vin Diesel like knocked out Tap. on his back. Yeah, tapping yeah. out, whatever it might be. Like that's not, that's not how, that's not how he does it. <laughs> did you watch the fights last night for the UFC? I did not. No, but we're, uh, they were live from Fight Island, which I hear is more of a, an, an off, just a little peninsula or something. It's not. It's, they were pretty sick. It's not the Survivor-esque theme that we were kind of hoping for, but there, um, there were fights and yeah. That was a big sports weekend, actually. There was fights on Saturday night, and then I watched Formula One this morning at like 9 a.m. It was great. Of course, 9 a.m., and that, that's uh, that's like, you know, probably 4 p.m. Uh, Europe time. Whatever time there, yeah. Whatever time they are. Um, well, let's, uh, unless you have anything else going on, Chris, I think we got one more game to play before we let these listeners uh, uh, go back to work because you should only be listening to this on your lunch break and never be doing anything else with it and only doing it in times where you're not supposed to be working. Never when you're working. Yes, uh, full attention is needed for something like this. If you're cooking food, that's a no. Uh, if you are, if you're, you sit here and listen patiently. Yeah, yes, very much so. You sit down in a chair or sit, you know, and then turn it on because it's this is the radio. You know, picture uh, a quaint 1950s household waiting by the radio to listen to Orson Welles tell another tale of science and fiction. That's a different guy than the guy who wrote 1984, right? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, the, the author of 1984 is George Orwell. Close. Similar, they have the or, they have the or there. No, Orson, Orson Welles, uh, penned the great War of the Worlds, whose radio- What was was the other book that was like, uh, 1984, but it was, um, something about worlds. uh, You're thinking Brave New World by- Brave New World. By Aldous Huxley. Would you recommend that book or no? I'm sure. Uh, I read it. That was like my grade 10 independent study unit book. Uh, so I don't really recall much of it. I, I certainly got through it. Um, yeah, it'd be probably worth a re-read. re-read. Wow. I reread um, Catcher in the Rye and fuck that book is boring. Yeah, but I think we digress. you may have mentioned that on a previous show, or maybe you mentioned it Sucked. when we were at the retreat. Yeah, also also not a big Holden Caulfield guy. That's just personally. Personally. Big what? Just not a big Holden Caulfield guy. Hold Caulfield? Holden Caulfield, the protagonist oh, of the, the book yeah, you yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. 
How so? How oh, how, about the, uh, how immediately after you read that book did it all just leave your brain? Like, were you on chapter uh, five and you already forgot chapters one through four? Because if you're having a tough time, a lot of times, if that you have happens. a tough time getting through one movie, especially like a good movie, yeah. like Once Upon a Time, books are. I can only imagine <laughs> books that books are are just a nightmare for you. But books is all about completion. Not about enjoying it. Just like life, as in sex, as in reading books, life it's all about. Life is you just go until you die. It's all about finishing and finishing, not get enjoying. Get this over with. Let's get this over with, please. Get it over with. We got another meeting in ten minutes, so let's just get. Let's keep. I don't want to pretend here. that I like reading. Yeah. So let's just finish this off. Let's finish this off. Well, well that brings us to our uh, our next game. Which everybody knows is a game where we guess whether the state of Ohio is uh, really a state or if it's in Ohio, which means it's not really a state. Also known as... (laughs) You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Headline or yes and I. Hey. 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 Headline or asinine? With a yes in representation for Yas Island, where Fight Island is. Cam, tell me this. Is this a headline or not? That's a a great intro. That's a great intro for those of you who don't speak Cam LeClaire or the (laughs) official. If you haven't purchased your official two-season pod encyclopedia dictionary. When are we getting merch? uh, Thesaurus. uh, There's a new thesaurus going out. Higher in Ohio. Headline or asinine. Three headlines back and forth. Are they real or are they fake? We don't know. Jesus Christ, Cam. You're making these morning guys look fantastic i wonder what they are i mean i don't want to i certainly don't want to be coming to the two season pod studio at three at 2 30 a.m when they start their uh morning dri- their morning drive show <laughs> they start their interviews they start their interviews at 2 30 yes uh, they, yeah they uh they've been they start interviews at 2 30 they warm up and <laughs> they get the worst guests <laughs> that's why they get the worst guests they're the only people because we because and our r kelly live recordings because we here at two season pod um of course we are oh we we have been accepting a lot of other shows. Of course, the Kim Mitchell hour that follows us. Somebody else precedes us. I can't remember who. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris D'Elia. He does a yes, hour long. Yes, yes. The uh, the hour long, um, the hour long of material that he's doing. He's working on his new stand up special. It's going to be called My Super Sweet Sixteen. Check it out <laughs> on Netflix coming up soon. But these morning guys, we give them the the beautiful time of between two thirty a.m. And 5.30 a.m. That's when people are going to be on the road. That's when they're driving to work. That's when you're bringing your kids to school. That's when they like it. And that's when they like it. Uh, Cam, that's when you take your bath. <laughs> that's, that's when Cam's taking his bath. Because as we all know, Cam also wakes up at 2.30 a.m. every morning uh, to get his day started. Cam, you were going to give me a headline, though. So I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm scratching my head on this one. Uh, streetwear giant Supreme to work with Lowe's on shovel release. Supreme and Lowe's, the the collab we've been waiting for. Isn't that Supreme's whole deal though? Like they just they just put their logo on anything and then people buy it. Isn't that kind of the their shtick? Yeah. They're like you know that's kind of they sold a brick and now the brick is worth like. 
Exactly. Like, I mean, only, it's, it's sort yeah. of like look around your room and just what could you put Supreme on? And in theory, you yeah. could put well, Supreme put on anything room, yeah. in your room. You're like, okay, uh, I have a pen, so that could say Supreme. My water bottle could be a Supreme water bottle. Uh, I guess I have, well, a, I, have a, idea, I have a laundry a, hamper over here, so that could say Supreme. Um, so it doesn't sound that you know, crazy. You know who Virgil? You know who Virgil Abloh is? He's the he's a person. Yeah. He's the guy who did like uh, for the biggest references. He's the guy who made the Yeezys and helped with. And um, doesn't he have Kanye's a, release? Doesn't he have a handbag that just has like a word on it? It's like that's his uh, yeah, he does stick. a lot of that kind of stuff. His brand is his brand is off white. That's and what he it was. Has a col- yeah. He has a he has a collab with uh, IKEA where he has a rug, and it says wet grass on it. Well, there you go, Cam. You may have just uh, you may have just given away the answer right there. You know, if if someone's going to put off white on uh, whatever the hell you just said, surely someone's going to put Supreme on a hammer. That's asinine. That's asinine. You got me. But someone would buy it. Someone would buy would, it. I'd fucking be all over it. I uh, I, I don't own any Supreme. I get in line for that drop. I don't own any Supreme. Maybe a uh, maybe uh, they can start making pads of paper. Something like that. Okay, Cam, are you ready for this next one? Uh, headliner asked nine. Scrabble players are removing racial and ethnic slurs from competition. Um, so they always say that movements start with small groups, but they have the loudest voice. My question is how small is the Scrabble players group? Because I can't imagine it's more than 50 people who are the top level players of it. And if so, are they the people protesting or is it just people who look in the book and they're like, I wonder which words it is, honestly, and we're not a we don't really support saying uh, all those words on two season of pod. We're a racially uh, charged podcast. Um, is that the right way to say it? Um, um, that you, those you you said two uh, things I'd rather you hadn't have just said. But Cam, keep going. I think they know what uh, that you're a nice guy. What was my thought? Um, I'm curious what words they have in there. I'm going to go ahead and say that there are people complaining about it because there's probably like little things that you're like, yeah, I, I guess I guess that could be considered uh, off color. Um, so I'm going to go say a headline on that one. Cam, uh, get out your Scrabble because that's a headline. Of course you got it. We've all played Scrabble. We all know uh the types of how how to play you put down a word right no no proper words that's like a thing you can't put somebody's name or the name of a company that sort of things um and this past wednesday the north american scrabble players association announced that they're removing all slurs and offensive words uh from the official word list that can you be used at officially sanctioned tournaments uh, the association is actually pretty big, though. Like on the when they play World Championship Scrabble, or nor- in Championship Scrabble in North America, they're running through this players' association. Um, so they're taking out just picture picture a slur. They've taken it out. The list is pretty comprehensive, and a lot of shit I don't want to say uh, here on the air. Um, however, there was a lot of uh, blowback. Apparently, yep. a lot of um, of course, some members threatened to leave the association even if a single word was removed. 
Others threatened to leave the association if any offensive words remained. Um, there were a lot of good and bad arguments on both sides. So these are official to the tournament rules. So folks at home, Cam, if you find yourself playing Scrabble and you with a group of friends, and let's say you have a couple G's, uh, an N, an E, an R, and an I, just spell the word ginger. <laughs> You're still allowed to spell the word ginger. Hmm. There we go. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, that's the word I was thinking of. I don't know if anyone else was thinking of any of the words. That's of, of course, um, of course. But for some reason, they did not take ginger as the off the slur list because I guess it still is like an actual thing, you know, like like a root ginger root. Uh, so that one might be hotly debated in your Scrabble circles. Yeah, Let us know. Let us know if uh, if these are affecting your Scrabble games. Of course, two seasons pod at gmail.com. Do you have questions or answers about um, a fetish shit? You know where to reach out. That's two D's in a pod at gmail.dom. Um, that's all we got. Headliner Assign Russia sent trained dolphins to war in Syria. Trained dolphins? Now that's that's see that's the scariest part, right? They uh, don't they say dolphins are you know the smartest mammal. I'm sure they're smarter than us. They do. We just found out how to uh, get out of the water, but there's also a lot of water. So I mean, who really has more space, us or them? See, this is the uh, this is the I think this was an Austin Powers bit. Uh, it was had, with the lasers on the head. Or maybe it was sharks. It might have been sharks with lasers. Uh, oh, I don't, sharks, I don't right. have a problem with training dolphins to do your bidding. Just, yeah, how do you, like, what's the end goal? Is it so they can nip at your butt a little bit when you're swimming? Or are you going to attach some kind of weaponry and remote time it to, uh, you know, are we strapping dynamite? to two uh dolphins and then having them swim to a boat and then they just explode that sounds like something russia would do of course that sounds like something russia would do uh, i'm gonna say that's a headline that is a headline and it has been a tree uh found by satellite images over top of a training base in syria where they believe the dolphins would likely be used to counter enemy divers who might try and sabotage ships in the port they might also be used to retrieve objects from the seafloor or perform intelligent missions. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Okay, like, yeah, they're doing some recon now. Yup. That's scary. Pretty wild. That's scary, because all they need to do is then train the apes, and then next thing you know, the animal kingdom, they'll figure out how to take us over. They just need a couple voices. And the dolphins yep. and apes... Pigs are also super smart. You know, I think between, you know, the dolphins kind of cover the sea, the uh, apes cover the jungle, and then the pigs cover the, sort of the rest of it, the suburbs. <laughs> I think the saying is 100 years from now, our tools will be, or like, remember how great the technology is right now, 100 years from now, our wars will be fought with sticks and rocks. That's that is true. That is a that saying that a lot of people say. You see it a lot on uh, on gravestones the, too. The, a lot of uh, girls saying channels. A lot of girls have been getting it tattooed on their uh, on their rib cage in a nice cursive font. Rib cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very important these days. Okay, are you ready for your next headline? All right. Uh, Hit me up, brada. Michigan jewelry store buries one million dollars of treasure in a statewide treasure hunt. 
One million dollars of treasure. One million dollars. That is interesting because I don't know why they would do it. But I love the concept of it. What's the catch is the real question. Um, I'm trying to think of a feasible way they could do this. Maybe it's like... Maybe it's a voucher or some bullshit. It's like, get $1 million off after you spend six. <laughs> um, I don't, I just don't think it's realistic because I just can't see them giving up a million dollars of things and just creating pandemonium to try and find that shit. So I'm going to go ahead and call asinine. Cam, you're going to wish you didn't say that because that's a headline happening out of Washington Township in Michigan where a uh, jewelry store, uh, J&M Jewelers, owned by Johnny and Amy Perry, is having to close their doors because they're not making any money due to current circumstances. However, they thought to themselves, why not go out with a bang? So they've thought to themselves, I'm gonna, we're going to bury approximately a million dollars of the remaining jewelry, gold, diamonds, etc., uh, around Michigan. So here is the catch. Everything's buried from Detroit, between Detroit and the Upper Peninsula. Uh, there's multiple places to find it. They've buried treasure in approximately $4,000 values all throughout. All you have to do is uh, pay. So you pay $50 for a ticket, which gives you uh, a map. Like you get the map for $50. And of course, they're going to use that money to, you know, probably just move on with their lives. They've owned the st they've owned the store. What's, what's the map give you though? The map will give you like clues to where the treasure is. I'm just curious, like what, how detailed the clues are. Like, is it all bullshit riddles? Well, if you want to is know, like, if it's treasure you seek, then um, down at the creek is a peak. Well, if like, you if you would right. if you would like to know. More, you can pay $49 for a ticket for the chance to participate in this treasure hunt, which is be being called Johnny's Adventure Quest. Uh, everything starts on August 1st. And of course, if things don't get found, uh, they buried each piece of treasure with a GPS tracker. Um, and when you find it, it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. You can give it to a loved one. You could sell it back to them. Maybe you could, uh, you know, give it to your neighbor, put it up her butthole. You know, you can do whatever. They need to have more than Ontario. I don't think it'd be allowed though. Is the only problem. Why not? They I feel uh, like there's bullshit. No, they, these gaming what, commissions and shit like that that just restrict everything. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, isn't that what's that app that uh, like it's like a take a penny, leave a penny, but you go on a hike and do it? Doesn't that exist? Oh, that's uh, geocaching. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's kinda, yeah, that, I don't think that it's exists. exactly that. That exists, but imagine if you opened one of those. But that's not for a lot of. That's not a lot for a doe though. I guess what tech what stop what would stop you from burying your own money? Like what's I guess like that is that illegal? Taxes. Or is that... Well, you remember back in like 
Okay, but let's say know, five years ago when the guy built a tunnel and then he got in trouble because they were like, "Is there a terrorist?" And then he's like, "We just there's nothing actually wrong with building tunnels, but we recommend against doing tunnels all over Toronto." Or I was gonna say so because they're burying their own shit. So let's say one day you're walking through the park with your new dog that's gonna happen, and she starts burying at a little spot, and you're like, oh, get out of there, get out of there," and you find four thousand dollars worth of diamonds, gold, necklaces, etc. Do you have to? Do something with that? In theory, you could probably just keep by it. law, but no one's ever gonna find it. You probably, yeah, actually, you probably have to get taxed on it. Yeah. Do you have to get it? Ta- if you find something on the ground that is taxable findings, <laughs> like where do you write? Th- I've done my taxes uh, a bunch, and I've never seen that little bracket of like, did you find anything on the ground <laughs> that was over yeah. this price? <laughs> Over over fifty dollars. Did you find? Um, did you find more than fifty dollars on the ground this year? That's taxable income, baby. That's taxable yeah, income. Because we technically they shouldn't, because they've probably already been ta- it's already been taxed. But um, you know maybe. Um, next up on the docket here, police use drones to monitor nudity at Minnesota Beach. Uh ooh, to monitor nudity. Well, I mean, I guess that's why you have nude beach. <laughs> I like to think that this is happening at a nude beach, and these were really just like two, like teenage yeah, horny two cops. cops like we just who go, just oh. wanted to see some boobs, and wanted to see some butts. Like you know, and it's weird when as soon as you have the drone element to it, like if you were you know looking on a bluff and having to look over to like get get a chance at seeing a dong, that would be tough. You know, but the drones, you can fly right in there. You can probably zoom in. You can hover above the clouds, maybe, just where they can't see you. And you can get all those juicy dongs you want. Check them out, all those. Or maybe this is happening at a non-nude beach, and they're trying to enforce... No, okay, that sounds more likely. It's there, There's too much nudity at a non-nude beach. So now the cops are there to enforce yep. it. So I'm going to say... I think that's the more likely option, so I'm going to say that's a headline. That is a headline, and it is in a place where it's a secluded beach known for being a safe place to be comfortable. Uh, it's Drone footage is only available to a very few members of the staff who are known for their confidentiality, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and they're catching people, or maybe they're catching less people than we think than they're actually seeing. You know, um, They compared it to just having street cameras. I go... I don't know. I think this is a little bit of a violation, but you know what? I don't make the laws around here. Yeah, it's weird because the drone can fly in too. You know, if you were at a park or if you were at a park or a beach and there was a camera on a telephone pole, you might say to yourself, "Okay, I'm just gonna not be around that telephone pole. Like, I'll just I'll go somewhere else, like outside of that view or whatever." Um, But I guess they have to be primarily concerned with bottomless, right? Because you can be topless just walking around in a park or on a beach. I'm pretty sure they're yeah, concerned with... Yeah, you can be topless with, anywhere in I'm Ontario. I'm pretty sure they're concerned with downstairs business because maybe maybe you don't want your, you know, four-year-old Timmy checking out all, like, you know, just having, just wa- seeing all these old man dongs Some swaying back and forth, right? You know, these saggy just balls. Like, that, shit's, that shit would uh, traumatize a young child. Just old man saggy balls. I would be. Yeah, I've seen them. Oh. You want to talk about it? Gross, gross. Cam, uh, it's. Uh, I have one more. Uncle head- Jerry. Uncle Jerry. Jesus Christ, Cam! It's not that kind of show. Cam, I have one more headline here for you. Are you ready for it? 
Ready? Here we go. Um, Japanese amusement park asks roller coaster riders to scream from the inside while attending their parks. Ooh, because I know you're not supposed to be screaming out loud these days. Um, how do you scream from the inside, though? Uh, I think that just means that you're really sad and you can't talk to anybody. Um, so don't know if they're advocating to stay silent and just hold in your pain, but that's sure what it sounds like. And uh, based on what I know about uh, Japanese culture, being emotional around other people is a no bueno. So I'm definitely going to say headline on that because they want people to repress their emotions. Cam, you were right as rain on that one because that is a headline. This is happening out of uh, the Fuji Q Highland Amusement Park, which is uh, near Tokyo. Um, where, yeah, that's better. They've asked all of their future guests to please scream from inside your heart, uh, scream from inside your heart, and not out loud. Of course, it's to uh, spread diseases from happening. However, uh, you gotta watch this video. I'll post it in the. It'll be posted in the description for the episode. Uh, so they, it's it's an example of two people riding a roller coaster without screaming. And uh, it's kind of funny. They're just stone-faced the entire time. Uh, they've got suits, and they're just completely silent on uh, the Fujiyama roller coaster, which is the park's they're main, like, which is the park's main attraction. Uh, it looks like it's be it looks like it'd be pretty funny. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's all I Perfect. got. That's all I well, got for you. That uh, can that concludes another episode. Remember to like, subscribe, share, and do us one favor and tell one friend about this show if you found this enjoyable. Um, and just like a pyramid scheme, eventually you will get paid. Um, eventually, thanks for listening. Eventually you'll get paid. That's a good point. We're having a we're having a a, a, a bit a, um, a, a pyramid seminar, scheme Saturdays. A seminar at the Ramada Inn in a couple weeks where we hope to meet a lot of you um, to, to really help you achieve success. I think that's what the most important part is. That's right. And uh, never forget, before we go off, bigger forks lead you to eat less. I'm Cam LeClaire signing off. Next up is Kim Mitchell. Kim, he's okay. We'll be we'll be good right out. God, he's getting angry every time. Jesus Christ, Kim. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a